What's up? You are now listening to the Next Level Confident Podcast with Janelle and A. If you are ready to challenge your previous ways of thinking and take action on the bold, purpose-driven life you were created for, you'll want to keep listening. On the show, we will vulnerably discuss finding your purpose in life, strengthening your mindset, building quality relationships, and prioritizing your health. I hope you're as excited as I am. Let's do this. Hello and welcome to the podcast. If you are watching this on YouTube, you're going to see that I am in my living room today. So you're going to see some vision boarding behind me. You're going to see some wedding photos right there. I'm sitting on my couch, which I don't usually do, but I just thought, why not switch it up today? Um, Our podcast today is going to be seven easy health tips for busy young professionals. So I'm just going to rapidly go through this and let's just freaking dive in. Um, Oh, I will say one thing. I will be sending out an email tomorrow, which today is Thursday, the 27th of February. So I'm actually recording this the same day I release, which I don't always do, but today I am. Tomorrow, I will be sending out an email that has all of the recipes and a lot of the stuff that I mentioned today. So if you want to get on my email list, head over to nextlevelconfident.com, get on the email list. It's really easy to do, easy to find. That way I can send you all of the links from today. Okay, so tip number one, set the same day each week for grocery shopping. That has been a game changer for Frankie and I. Frankie and I used to, well, actually, I'll even say this, before I ever was married, I would literally just go grocery shopping whenever I kind of happened to notice that I needed groceries. Um, It was really inconsistent, really sporadic. There was no routine to it. And as I found, the more routine that you do in your life, the better it becomes and and grocery shopping is no different. So we go grocery shopping now on Sundays it does fluctuate. Sometimes it's more in the morning. Sometimes it's a little more in the afternoon, depending on our schedule that day. But Sundays are our grocery shopping day and our meal prepping day, which it probably is for a lot of people. But if you're not doing that and you're a busy young professional, just make it a priority. Honestly, it's going to make a big difference in the type of food you eat the rest of your week. It's going to make a big difference in your dinners, your lunches, like your breakfast, everything. So, excuse me. So make sure that you Set one day each week, even if it's Monday night, Tuesday night, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Set one time and always know that you are grocery shopping for the next seven days until that next time, um, unless you're going on a trip. But otherwise, stick to that day. Okay, number two, get an Instapot. Oh my gosh, you guys, I used to be, okay, so I would know about people who use crock pots and I thought, who is planning ahead in their life enough to create a crock pot in the morning to come home to have it ready in the evening? Mind blown. I was like, that's got to be like overachievers in life have crock pots. But the Instapot is like a 30 minute version of a crock pot and it's so much faster. And Frankie told me he had one. Everyone told me you should put it on your registry when you get married. And I was like, I don't like learning that. I don't know. I just had this like weird stigma against it. I don't, I think I just thought it was going to be too complicated or I don't know. I just really did not want an Instapot or anything to do with that. 
crockpot lifestyle. Um, but it has been really awesome and it was actually easier to figure out than I first thought. Um, when Frankie and I were first using it, I would force him to always be the one to do the Instapot things because I don't know, I just literally didn't want to have to figure out how the machine worked. That sounds so lazy when I think about it, but yeah, I didn't want to have to figure out another piece of technology. I didn't want to add one more thing to my busy life. So I thought, why would I get to know an Instapot? And if you were thinking that, I feel you, and yet it makes all the difference in the world. So buy yourself an Instapot, they're super affordable, um, and they are really worth it. They save you so much time. So um, this leads me to number three, which is picking out two Instapot recipes per week, okay? So what Frankie and I do is when we go to the grocery store, we pretty much have the same grocery shopping list that we use. We go to Trader Joe's, so I'm gonna be sending out a grocery shopping list in tomorrow's email. It is catered towards Trader Joe's. It can be used anywhere. Um, but we get the same things, but the things that we change is the two recipes that we do in our Instapot. And that changes every week, but we just started this probably like, I don't know, three or four months ago or something. So we're just now really getting in the habit of it. And so I will include three or four really good Instapot recipes on the email tomorrow. So you guys have those. Um, and what was I going to say? Anything else? So yeah, to complete number three, basically what you want to do is before you go to the grocery store, you'll have your normal grocery list, but then you'll also add on just the two Instapot recipes. And so then Frankie and I come home from the grocery store. We make one of the recipes for our lunches for Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. So the, the Instapot lasts us probably, yeah, three meals each. But if you're a single person and you live by yourself, it'll last you longer. We usually run out of, run out of whatever we make by Wednesday. So then the second recipe I make Wednesday night um, or whatever, sometimes Thursday morning or sometimes Tuesday night, like kind of whenever you have time for that second one. Um, but I'll make the second one for lunches for the second half of the week. And it's just really easy. Like it's, it's easy to eat a good lunch because you already have it made in the Instapot. So packing your lunch is easy if you're on the go. Um, if you work from home like I do, it helps you actually have delicious food that you want to eat and you actually eat because you're not like lazy and thinking, eh, I don't really want to stop working. I just, I'll just keep working and forget to eat. And those are like the patterns that we set up for ourselves. I think the more driven we are and the more we're thinking about work and we're just busy, 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 busy. So we don't eat healthy. And um, for me, a great way to eat healthy is to have the Instapot and to have those recipes made throughout the week, one on Sunday, one on Wednesday night. And it helps with my lunches. And then I make other dinners for the dinner time. And I, that doesn't include Instapot. That's just, you know, some chicken and rice and veggies or whatever um, for dinners. Okay, moving on to a more fitness thing. Number four is move your body for shorter lengths more often. So when I was a personal trainer, I'm still a certified personal trainer, but I don't do personal training because I am doing the confidence workshop full-time and life coaching. Um, but when my sole focus was fitness, I used to think a little bit more like this too, where I would think, well, you know, I want to get an hour in the gym. Or I want to get an hour and a half in the gym. I want to get a really good workout. I want to be really sweating. I want to be sore after I go. I want each workout needs to be so meaningful and 
needs to be so awesome, such a good workout. And then I started my own company and a lot of people can relate whether you've started a company or whether you work for a company that you work a lot of hours. And sometimes it's hard to get an hour or an hour and a half or two hours in for your entire gym situation. And so what I hear a lot of people telling me is that they end up not going at all, or maybe they only go like once a week or twice a week, but they do an hour and a half or something when they go. And so I would just really recommend doing less time more often. So 20 or 30 minutes a day and just realizing you don't have to be, you know, completely dripping sweat every single time, or you don't have to be completely sore every single time. Um, and so it's finding realistic ways to get 20 to 30 minutes of movement into your schedule. It doesn't have to be perfect. doesn't even have to be a gym. It can be anything that is movement. So um, a few ideas I'll throw out here is you could go on a 20 minute walk or a 30 minute walk over your lunchtime. Or if you live somewhere where it's cold, maybe you can walk around the office or you can go up and down some stairs at your office and ask one of your coworkers to do it with you. I was uh, doing a partnership with North Face for a while and one of the gals that I made friends with, shout out Miranda, we decided to do stair walking and we walked up and down the stairs that were like for the fire escape, but we were fine to be on them. So just find 20 or 30 minutes to move your body. It's awesome. It doesn't have to be anything too intense or huge or crazy. Um, another idea is if you live in an apartment that has a gym or if you live close to a gym, you could always go in the morning and um, you can literally just write emails on the elliptical. Now, I know that's not like the most, like probably the best workout of your life, but if you're going to go to the office and write emails anyway, and if you have a little bit of flexibility, like just go write emails while you're on the elliptical for those 20 or 30 minutes. It's better than sitting on your butt and writing emails for those 20 to 30 minutes. So that's a great way to start. Um, a few other ideas, you could do a 20 minute high intensity interval workout. You can find those on YouTube. There's apps like you can find 20 minutes in the morning to do movement, even though it's not an entire huge workout. It's just moving your body for 20 minutes, just 20 minutes. You can get yourself to do anything for just 20 minutes. Um, or the last one idea I have is you could also go home after work and before you eat dinner, I think is the best time, go to the gym and maybe you don't want to work out, but maybe you do want to watch your favorite TV show. Just watch your favorite TV show on the recumbent bike. Like, yes, I get that that's not some huge workout. I get that that's not maybe like your ideal of what you really want to be doing at the gym. But if you're doing nothing and you're having this all or nothing thing of like, I either do nothing or I go to the gym five days a week, an hour and a half each and do the best workouts of my life and you're not doing the workout side, you're doing the lazy side, then just do something in between right now. Find the gray, move your body, and watch TV show. If that is literally the way to get you to move your body right now, that works. So um, I think I covered everything on my ideas for this. Um, oh, I was just, I guess in finishing is like, don't feel guilty that you're only doing 20 or 30 minute workouts. I think that sometimes the problem is that people think that their workouts have to be so much longer because maybe they used to be in high school or college or at that old job that used to work or something like that. Like you used to have so much more time for working out, but now you don't. And that's okay. Start small. Start with the 20 minutes, five or six times a week and just get in this consistent habit of moving your body. 
Um, and just be proud of yourself for getting there for the 20 or 30 minutes. Instead of walking away from a 20 minute workout and being like, oh, I only did a 20 minute workout or I only went on a 20 minute walk. It doesn't count for anything. It does count for something. So give yourself credit. Be nice to yourself. Um, yeah, I think that's all. Oh yeah, the, la the last, 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 last part of this number is make sure that you know yourself best. So if you know beyond a shadow of doubt that you are the type of person who should do a workout in the morning, but you just heard me say that you could go do the evening thing, you know yourself best. I don't know you. Well, I mean, I, mean, I might, so, and that's awesome, or I might not, but you know yourself so you got to be honest with yourself. Can you work out in the evening? Are you a night person? Are you kind of a, a night owl? Do you have all this energy after work? Great. Then the night thing might work for you. If you know yourself and you always come home with well intentions of getting to the gym, but you never get there, then that means you need to do in the morning before you get to work. Okay? So just be honest with yourself. Okay? All right. Fifty-six percent of college students are women, and forty-eight percent of employees in the workplace are women, which is awesome. Ladies, this is proof that we are smart and working hard. But you know what's not so awesome? Only twenty-nine percent of VPs and just twenty-two percent of C-suite executives are women. In male-dominated industries such as STEM, these numbers are even more startling. As these numbers state, women aren't lacking the knowledge, education, or ability to be leaders in the workplace. What many women are lacking is the competence to take on risk. Most of us have heard this one before. Men will apply for jobs they are 60% qualified for, yet women will only apply for jobs they are 100% qualified for. This type of stat also applies to women at their job, not willing to take on that new, unknown project. What she's lacking is the belief that her skills and abilities are not only quote unquote, okay, but are powerful and needed in the workplace. The Confidence Workshop is created to help women dig deep into their mindset and get to the root of this problem. If this conversation gets you as fired up as it gets me, we are now taking applications for this workshop for the ladies of STEM corporations. Please head to our website at nextlevelconfident.com to learn more about the Confidence Workshop. Number five, morning water. Water is so important. I think everyone knows that conceptually, but like you need to implement drinking your water. And so the morning water is chugging 16 ounces of water before you have your coffee. Now, your girl loves her morning coffee. I have vanilla Better Buzz powder. Shout out to Better Buzz Coffee Shop in San Diego. So good. This Butter Buzz powder. If you haven't had it, you guys should look it up on their website. I, you know what? I'll include that in the email too. Better Buzz powder is so good in your coffee. Okay, sorry. Love my coffee. Before I let myself drink coffee, I hydrate. When you go to bed for six, seven, eight hours, maybe even more, you get become dehydrated. So you have to hydrate yourself. <sighs> Mind blown. Um, and if you chug that 16 ounces of water, you actually boost your metabolism by 30%. So why wouldn't you want to boost your metabolism? 
boost your metabolism. Drink water first thing in the morning, and then it helps you um, drink water the rest of the day. In my personal experience, if I chug my water, it does something psychologically to me where the rest of the day I'm like, I'm thirsty, I'm thirsty, I'm thirsty. But if I forget to drink my morning water right when I wake up, I end up forgetting the rest of the day. So I think it just sets the intention for the day of like, I will drink water today. So if you're thinking about water, you should be drinking half your body weight in ounces. Um, I weigh approximately 150 pounds. So that means I have to drink at least 75 ounces of water per day as a bare minimum, as a bare minimum. Okay, number six. Number six is an app that Frankie and I use called Ramwad. Ramwad, range of motion of the day. It basically sounds like a CrossFit workout because it's kind of made for CrossFit people, but it's a stretching app. So a lot of people that I talk to, well, I don't know. There's like two types of people. There's like the person that's like, I love yoga. It's my favorite. It's amazing. And then there's people like, yoga. I don't want to do any of that hippie stuff. That's not really my thing. Um, I love yoga personally. It's amazing. Um, but sometimes it's hard to do like, all the yogas and all the workouts and do all the work and all the everything, right? So Ramwad is an app where they give you 14 minutes of stretching. It's not even yoga, it's just stretching. So you hold a position for like two or three minutes each. And it's been helping with my back problems a lot. Um, and when I don't do it, then my back hurts again. So I know that this stretching, it, it stretches your hips a lot. And a lot of us have tight hips from sitting and being on the computer all day and just typing away, do, 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 do. Um, and also because our necks are always like a turtle, you know, they're like falling forward as we type. So stretching for 14 minutes each night has been really helpful for Frankie and I. What we do, this is what I really recommend for you, get the app. I think it's like 15 or 20 bucks a month. So it's not that much especially compared to like, if you want to compare it to a yoga studio or something, just saying it's 15 or $20 every single day. The stretches are different. They have got a really, this guy's like nice voice. He's like, hello, everybody. Welcome to your Ramwad. And you're like, thank you. Thank you, sir. And then the music starts playing. It's like, and you're like, wow, I'm feeling so Zen. And then Frankie and I have a diffuser and we put lavender in the diffuser and it's like float it's like and it has the crazy lights like the diffuser changes colors from like blues to orange to red and like we turn the lights all low with our diffuser lighting oh it's so nice um and we do that as a part of our night routine i think having a night routine is so important because it helps you sleep better and a lot of people don't sleep very well because of stress so if you come up with a good night routine you're going to be more likely to sleep well so I would recommend get the Ramwad, get the diffuser and the, the lavender essential oil and turn off your phone. Turn, that's a big thing. Like, well, okay, Ramwad will be playing on your phone, but don't check your emails during it. Don't check your texts. Don't get on social media. Just be zen for 14 minutes of your life. And then after you do your Ramwad, just go to bed. Don't check your phone. Don't, don't re-bring stress into your life by looking at texts again or emails again or social media again. Make a decision that what you do is you do Ramwad for 14 minutes of stretching while you're breathing and relaxing. Then you, you know, brush your teeth and wash your face. Take out your contacts if you're blind like Janelle. 
and then you get in bed and maybe you even read a book and then you're going to sleep so much better because you're not putting a screen in front of your face and you're not adding all this activity to your brain. You're just slowing down. So I really recommend that because sleep is very important. And if you have a nice night routine that includes stretching, I think you'll get a better night's sleep. Number seven. Okay. Gosh, I love the number seven. That's why I chose this number. I could probably tell you fun tips for health all day long, but this is just seven because seven's the best number. Seven, get off your phone in the morning and in the night. Oh, oh, <laughs> but I have a chain and it goes from my wrist to my phone. How am I supposed to get off of my phone? Um, it can be done. I promise I put my phone on airplane mode before I go to bed at night and I do not use my phone for the first hour of every day. I don't check emails. I don't check texts. I don't check social media. I have all notifications on my phone turned off all the time. Literally, the only, the only way my screen can ever brighten on my phone is if a phone call comes in. And people don't call me very often because I, I just I don't do phone calls unless it's like a sales call or a client call, but like there aren't just random people calling unless it's a sales call or like a, sorry, a, uh, what are they? the telemarketers? I don't know. The people who are all scammy and stuff. Those are the main phone calls that light me up, not light me up in a positive way, but light me up, meaning the phone screen lit up. Wow. Struggling. Okay. So I would challenge you to even the first 15 or 20 minutes of your day, don't look at your phone. Imagine what it would be like to just have an alarm that goes off, whether that is your phone or is an alarm, if you can't just not look at your phone. Imagine what it might be like to just, just a little yawn, a little, okay, open up the curtains. What a beautiful day to be alive. And you just go to the bathroom and you brush your teeth and then you go chug that 16 ounces of water and you just, breathe and you're like, wow, I'm in control of my life. I don't need to look at my phone the moment I wake up and the moment I go to bed and the moment at lunch and every spare moment I have in my freaking life putting a screen in front of my face. I know, mind blowing. Um, so here's my big thing. Looking at your phone on a regular basis causes stress. Whether you want to believe it or not, I will tell you, it is true. There are studies to show that we are the most stressed out nation. A lot of it is because of our work and it's because of our, the social, it's, it's, email, it's every, I don't know, like you just have access to a billion things on your phone and your computer all the time. So um, what happens is when you have chronic stress and poorly managed stress, that ends up leading to elevated cortisol levels. Cortisol is the stress hormone and hormonal imbalances that can cause weight gain. And you guys get this, I was just reading an article right before getting on here. A lot of times stress weight gain happens in the midsection specifically. Yeah, I feel like everyone's always like, I don't know, my midsection. So it's just like this low belly area right down here. I, didn't, I don't know why, it's so weird. It's like my, my weight is always down there. Probably some of it is stress. Not saying your food and your water and your sleep and your exercise don't matter. They do, 
and your stress levels matter. So if I could give you one last healthy tip is set some sort of rule in place for yourself about how, what your relationship is like with your phone. So whether that is 15 or 20 minutes of no phone at the beginning of the day, and then maybe you'll start to love it, and then you'll push it to 30 minutes, and you can push it to an hour like I do, and feel amazing because you're like, wow, I literally don't even want to look at my phone because I just am so zen right now, relaxing, doing me with my coffee and my journaling in the morning. Like, just do things that relax you more so that you aren't so stressed and uptight. And then also in the evening, like I said, do it after you do your stretching ramwad, because I really think it makes a difference. And you know what? Try it. Just try it. And if you hate it, and if you don't think that being off your phone has made you any more peaceful or any more calm, then don't ever do it again. Okay? But I feel like I would almost bet my entire life that you will feel better if you set some boundaries around when you use your phone when you look at all your things, when you look at all your notifications, just get used to putting the phone away for a little bit every morning and a little bit every night. And think about just chilling, just old fashioned chilling. I don't know, I think it's really great. So those right there are my seven easy health tips for any busy professional. So email's going out tomorrow, head on over to my website, nextlevelconfident.com. Get on the email list so I can send you this email. If you're listening to this later in the game, which I'm sure you will be, still get on my email list and shoot me an email. Say, hey girl, I want to know everything that you um, had mentioned on that podcast because I need to know those Instant Pot recipes and I want to know your grocery shopping list and like the that one app that you talked about. What was that app called again? Reach out to me. Yo girl is off of Instagram for the next 40 days for Lent. So I am only available via basically email or LinkedIn message. So that's where your girl's at these days. Wow, what a professional. What a professional, why did I say that? I don't know why I said that. Time to go. You guys rock, thank you for listening. Have an amazing rest of your day. Be sure to implement at least one of these seven things, if not all of them. Do not allow analysis paralysis to stop you from taking action on this because I promise you, even if you took action on one thing you listened to today, it would be worth it. Okay, bye.